Hello, and welcome to episode one of the Hank or Keefe podcast. I am Hank. And I'm Keefe. And it is May 30th, 2019. We got a really good show ahead for you guys today. Uh, Kiefer, you excited for this one? I'm I'm thrilled, honestly. We've been talking about this for the last couple months now, uh, about four or five months. It started uh, as just a friendly conversation at the bar, um, but we were both serious about yeah. this thing. We were both serious, uh, so we started putting some things together, got a couple mics here, started getting the ball rolling. Um, I'm excited to finally get started. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very exciting. We got... Uh, a lot of exciting things coming up on the podcast today. We're going to be talking about the NBA Finals. They are finally upon us, and going to be talking about some predictions for that. Uh, Rob Polinka, Heath Ledger, and Kobe Bryant. That's an interesting story, and something the U.S. is calling freedom gas. So, uh, without further ado, Kiefer, you ready to rock and roll? Oh, <laughs> go ahead and kickstart my heart, Hank. <laughs> Again, guys, thanks for being here. Uh, again, I'm Keith alongside Hank. And most of you probably know who we are already. Uh, this is episode one of the podcast. Have not garnered uh, any national attention yet. I'm hoping to get some ad reads here in the future. Well, the ad reads are coming. That's we're hoping. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a company that needs ad space, we'll do it for pretty cheap. Next to nothing. Next, we'll, we'll probably do it for free. Yeah, we'll pay you. Right, yeah. <laughs> just, just pay us attention. Um, so a little bit about what this podcast is about. Uh, starting off with the name, Hank or Keefe, right? Yeah. A lot of you have probably already put that together. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Keefe. Mm-hmm. He's Hank. <laughs> I'm Keefe. And it's a little play on words. Uh, yeah. If you know what a handkerchief is, it rhymes with that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but fun fact, actually, neither of us own a handkerchief. Neither of us do. And Kiefer did said that without even knowing whether or not I did, which really it impresses me. You know, I guess I just got I give off that vibe. I'm not the guy that has a handkerchief ever. Not a handkerchief guy. Yeah, not a handkerchief kind of guy. Did you know a handkerchief is spelt with a D? Handkerchief. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Well, that's weird. Yeah. I suppose we would know because we don't own handkerchiefs. Yeah, I was typing it in the other day, and I said, why is there a D in this word? But I guess there is. That's d- you Makes know what sense. else has a D? I don't dumb. <laughs> okay, okay. The word dumb. That was, that's dumb. Yeah, it should not dumb, have a D in there. It's a dumb dumb word. <laughs> but uh, we're not focused on handkerchiefs. We're, ho- we're focused on Hank Keefe. And, yeah. and this podcast is basically... Whatever we want to talk about on any given day, uh, 
probably don't take us very seriously. It's, it's supposed to be funny. Uh, either you're laughing with us or you're laughing at us. So if you're listening to something I'm saying, you're probably laughing with us. If you're listening to something Kiefer is saying, you might be laughing at us. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I come by it honestly. Uh, but regardless, don't, don't take us all that seriously. Um, we're mostly going to be talking about sports, pop culture, basically whatever we find interesting, because that's all we ever talk about anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't really solve anything. No. But we'll go back and forth. Yeah, we could we could investigate something if you guys want. Uh, we're very open to suggestions. Uh, you know, you guys are on board with us, and so we're, we want to hear what you guys want this to be. You can email us at hankerkeefe at gmail.com. Uh, that is H-A-N-K-E-R-K-E-I-2-F-F at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter. Uh, we have Twitter now. That's that's the word. That's the word that I'm getting. Um, at Hanker Keefe as well. Yeah. So just hit us up there. We're looking for some followers. We don't have an Abby yet. Uh, no profile picture whatsoever. So None. Obviously pretty sketch, mm-hmm. uh, but we're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there. This is kind of like a crash course. Definitely. We'll figure it out. Oh, we're, we're getting there. We'll figure we're it out. We're getting there. So a little bit about ourselves uh, uh, while we're getting into this. Um, I'm Hank. Uh, my first name is Henry. Um, and uh, originally from the rough and mean streets of Connecticut. Uh, Survivor. Yeah, I had a tough upbringing there. Uh, it's rough in Connecticut. Uh, you guys, I don't know, most of you guys are Iowans listening to this. You guys, uh, you guys probably wouldn't survive a day in Connecticut. It's really, it's tough there. You guys don't even have corn. No corn. No corn. Nowhere. Never. Never had it. Never had it until I was in Iowa. That's why. That's, (laughs) (laughs) um... Unlike unlike Hank here, I, I did grow up in Iowa. I'm an Iowa native. Um, stayed in the Midwest all my life. Um, what's interesting about me starting up this podcast with Hank here um, is we're probably going to be talking about sports a, a decent amount of mm-hmm. the time, would you say? I would say so. Probably at least 50. That's, yeah. that's where we get the most dialogue. That's I, yeah. what we enjoy talking about the most. I'd like to, I'd like to get some obscure headlines in there oh absolutely yeah we're all about fun here. Uh-huh. uh-huh yeah I, and pop culture too pop culture um, yep but uh, i'd say about 50 percent of the time we'll probably be talking about sports right. but we're gonna try and make some other things in there as well right it's a lot of it we're gonna leave up to you guys you know we're, we're gonna wait we're not gonna wait we're gonna say whatever we want to say yeah but also like we said earlier we're open to suggestions if, oh. you, if you guys are interested in hearing us talk about something, which, of course, you are. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this. We're open. Yeah. Open book. Yeah. We're, we're all... This is like... A, a, we're in an open relationship with this podcast. Yep. Uh, this podcast, you know, we're, we're loyal to it, uh, you know, and we're loyal to each other. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we can't hear other ideas from other people. I mean, we're all we're all blowing into the same handkerchief here. Yeah. Okay. Do you like that? No. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> Great. Grand. Fantastic. Um, I really didn't even like sports until about seventh grade, um, so I'm not sure if we'll be able to talk about that a whole lot. Just kidding. We will. Um, but pass me. 
little little me wouldn't have been able to do a podcast at all. So Honestly, that'd be pretty entertaining. Just, just put a couple of kids in front of a podcast mics and let them let them run wild. Just let them let them do their thing. Yeah, that might. I think you're onto something. Yeah. Maybe our next guest should just be like a six year old. Uh, Grace's uh, brother. Oh, that would be. They'd be a great podcast guest. That could be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we're we're definitely into sports here at the Hanker Keith Podcast. Like I said, uh, I'm from Connecticut, uh, so my allegiances are very New Englandy, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you guys might not like that. I might have some hot takes, um, but uh, Kiefer's Kiefer's an Iowa native, and you'll definitely be able to to back him. Um, I follow the Red Sox, the Patriots, the Bruins. Uh, all three of those teams have been in championships this past season. Hmm. Uh, the Red Sox won the World Series. The Patriots won the Super Bowl. The Bruins are in the Stanley Cup Finals right now, tied 1-1 with the Blues. Uh, and really, Boston just uh, terrorizes St. Louis in every sort of aspect Uh when it comes to sports, so I, I'm very excited uh, about the prospect of bringing another another cup back to uh, Beantown. That's uh, you know, that's exactly what I would expect to hear from somebody who follows Boston sports. Yeah. Yep. Talking about ratings already. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Kiefer is also a Bruins fan. Ah, debatable. Um, I've I've never watched an entire hockey game from start to finish in my life. Never at any at any level. Yeah, I've uh, been to hockey games. So, like I was saying, Kiefer's probably the biggest hockey fan that I know, and uh, just will not stop talking about these Bruins. Uh, big Krug guy, big Tuka Rask guy. Um, you know, likes to just follow the puck. You know, it's puck night, Dave Portnoy. You know what they say is as soon as the puck drops, stuff happens. What kind of stuff, Kiefer? I don't know. <laughs> I, re- I really don't know. Well, in, in you know, I being from Iowa, the the problem is is that Iowa really doesn't have professional sports. Mm-hmm. We don't. We we've got some minor league teams. We've got the Wolves. Yeah. Uh, you know the Timberwolves affiliate. Mm-hmm. Um, used to be the Iowa Energy, uh, who yep. used to be an affiliated with the Bulls. I thought a couple of teams. Um, yeah, yeah, they had multiple. Mm-hmm. They were with the Grizzlies, I yeah. think, too. Uh, and uh, we lost, uh, well, I guess, what were they? Uh, they're the Minnesota Wild, uh, they're the Iowa Wild now, but they used to be uh, the Iowa Hogs. Mm. Uh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they were the Iowa Stars, uh, and then they left. Uh, I don't remember where they went to, uh, but they were affiliated with the Dallas Stars for a long time. And then they came back uh, three or four years ago. Uh, actually, longer than that now. Probably almost seven. Probably almost seven years ago they came back. And now, uh, so a lot of... And we also have the Barnstormers and then the I-Cubs, the AAA team for for the Chicago Cubs. Right. So even though we have, we have sports teams, it's basically still looking up to all the big brothers around the Midwest. Exactly. And, and uh, that was actually one of the most interesting things that I encountered when I moved to the Midwest. Because uh, living in Connecticut, you really have two options. You can either be a Yankees and a Giants fan, or you can be a Red Sox and a Patriots fan. Uh, and 
I was born in 97, so um, I was right in the middle, like right in 2001, the Patriots won their first championship, and that's one, that I, that's one of the first sports memories I have is getting to stay up late and watch the Patriots win that Super Bowl. Uh, so that was very exciting for me as a kid. Um, but coming out here to the Midwest, you guys just have so many different teams that you can be a part of. Just in Iowa, you get Chiefs fans, Broncos fans, Vikings fans, Packers fans, Bears fans. Uh, you even get some Rams fans because they used to be in St. Louis. They're not anymore, obviously. Uh, but, yeah, it's just a very interesting landscape out here in the Midwest for sports. A lot of diversity. Very much so. Yep, yep. Uh, Kiefer, uh, what, what, what kind of what teams are you into? So, like I said, Iowa is pretty, pretty locked in in terms of not having sports teams. Um, but I've got, I've got family down in Kansas City, so I'd consider myself pretty big Chiefs, mm-hmm. Royals. Um, starting to kind of get into soccer. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sporting Kansas City, they've got a pretty nice team going down there. Um, so I'll, you know, I'll keep up with them every once in a while. Uh, then I had to branch out for basketball. Um, last franchise to be in Kansas City was the Kings, yeah. Kansas City Kings. Um, as I've told everybody that has ever asked why I'm a Kings fan, because they have the longest playout drought yeah. <laughs> in the NBA. Uh-huh. Um, but, I mean, they were the Kansas City Kings, 1975, 1985. Um, I'd love to talk about the 04 Western Conference Finals. I would not. Nope. <laughs> nope. And, and like I said, I, I didn't even follow sports, but knowing what happened still hurts. Yeah. It, I haven't had to un- endure that as, as much, um, but I'm, I'm still well aware of uh, the Lakers mm-hmm. and, and Robert Horry. Um, and Good shot Bob. Referees. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we'll actually talk about the Lakers in a little bit here. Yeah. Which Rob, I'm excited for. Yeah, I'm very excited. Rob Palink is a, uh, well, as uh, Alex Jones would say, uh, he's an intellectual dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> and a coward. Uh, but let's look at uh, some of the other, other topics that we got going on here. Hank, do you want to tell us a little bit about Freedom Gas? I would love to talk about Freedom Gas. Uh, so... Basically, what Freedom Gas is, is the Department of Energy uh, released something yesterday, just a a press release, uh, and in the press release, they have decided to start calling uh, fossil fuels, natural gas, freedom gas, and there's actually a couple of interesting quotes with this. Um, The first one is from Steven Weinberg, who's the Assistant Secretary for Fossil Energy, he called them uh, molecules of U.S. freedom uh, and that we're going to be starting to export those molecules all over the world, specifically to Europe. Uh, and this uh, kind of rings uh, true with what uh, Rick Perry said, uh, who is the Secretary of Energy right now. Uh, earlier in the year, uh, when he was speaking in Brussels, he said, uh, 75 years after liberating Europe from Nazi Germany occupation, the United States is again delivering a form of freedom to the European continent. Talking about natural gas. Yeah, he goes on to say, and rather in the form of young American soldiers, it's in the form of liquefied natural gas. I just, uh, I want to talk about this because I just find it so funny. Well, when you first said freedom gas, I thought of, like, when you had to fart really bad. 
in like an enclosed space and then you have to like wait and then you let it go and that's like your freedom gas it's like finally i'm relieved i feel so free when i read it i was worried i thought oh boy what kind of chemical warfare are is being used in like like syria like i thought maybe oh boy we got another case of military using chemical weapons and then i read it and uh, the tweet that I actually first read was like, I thought this was an onion headline. This is real. That's real. <laughs> this is something that actually happened, and it's kind of terrifying to think about. Yeah. Us just renaming things. Yeah, let's that just rebrand. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. Right. Uh, oh my gosh. I, yeah. I don't even know where to start with that, really. Freedom is uh, molecules of freedom. Yes. And. They're saying that they deliver freedom yes. to Europe and be, compared mm-hmm. that to Nazi Germany. Yes, liberating Nazi Germany. Yep, so going through to <laughs> to camps and, and freeing, you know, people who had been oppressed and had been starved and who had been killed, they are comparing that to... Just giving people gas. So actually, not even giving them gas. They are selling them freedom and gas. And calling it freedom. They're convincing uh, yeah. them that mm-hmm. it's... Yeah, what was that you were saying the other day? Uh, freedom just costs $2.64 a gallon. <laughs> right. Well, I was saying, <laughs> um, you know, uh, a lot of people, um, and I, I love the troops. Uh, first of all, I yes. respect the hell out of mm-hmm. the troops. Yes. Um, you know, a lot of people say freedom isn't free. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, if freedom... Freedom has a price tag. If freedom is liquefied, if, yes. if it's what we're given to mm-hmm. Europe here, yeah. freedom's about two sixty four a gallon. Two sixty four a gallon. If that's that, not bad. That's not a bad going rate for freedom. If that's the case, then I'm just emptying my savings into a couple jerry cans. Yeah. And I'll be free. Oh, absolutely. I'm free, baby. Look, look at that. The rebrand's already working. Yep. Mm-hmm. For, wow. Yeah. Here, yeah. Uh-huh. Here we are going to buy more liquefied freedom. Yeah. We're going to stop the podcast momentarily. We're just going to walk down to our local gas station right. and pick up a pick up some freedom gas. Uh, put it in a couple jerry cans, as you said. And uh, we're going to take that back with us. And who knows? We might even end up drinking it. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll show up. We'll say, hey, to cashier, you know, Kevin, give him give him a little nudge. Yeah. Uh, we'll say freedom on pump four. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that I want to do with my freedom. Let's hear it. NBA basketball. Yeah? Yeah. I okay. love watching NBA basketball. Um, unfortunately, I'm a Kings fan. Oof, uh, so this time of year tough, is not is... always the most entertaining, just because I have zero personal stake in it whatsoever, um, aside from the lottery, which we didn't even have a pick this year uh, due to a trade from 2015, but let's not get into that. Yeah, let's not talk about the lottery, because neither of us did well there. Yeah. I mean, one of us did better, but neither of us oh, did you, well. Oh, you ended up with our pick, didn't you? It was, you traded with the, the Sixers? Uh, no. No? No, 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 no. That, uh, it was a conditional pick. pick. I think our pick is our own pick. It might be the Hawks pick. Mm. I'm 99% okay. sure it's right. our own pick. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, we sent it away to Philly, and then they did with it. What but they we're took. missing our first-round picks for the next three years. I am a Cavaliers fan, by the way. It's the only team outside of Boston that I root for. Uh, and the reason for that is uh, the first uh, 
first like trading card that I ever owned in my entire life was a LeBron James rookie card. He's pretty good. Yeah, pretty decent. I still have that card. Uh, still in like hard plastic, and uh, I'm saving it up. It's worth like fifty dollars right now, but I'm $50. hoping. Yeah, I'm hoping it'll be worth a little bit more. How much did you buy it for? Probably less than that. Uh, uh, I don't know. That's I, an I really investment, maybe. That's yeah. at least ten years. Yeah, it was. It, I remember vividly that it was in the display case of the shop. Ooh. But uh, it was probably like maybe five dollars at the most. Well, um, you know what you just did by announcing to all of our listeners that you have a LeBron James rookie card. You just put a target on your back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. Okay. Uh, I honestly, I'd have to dig around and find it. I'm pretty sure it's in my nightstand okay. right next to my bed. Good save. Uh, I tell you guys my address, but then I realize I don't really want to do that. Um, so unless you give us money, I most mean, of you listening to this podcast actually probably know where I live. So that's fair. Um, yeah, <laughs> right in my right in the nightstand, right next to my bed. Uh, you might have to dig through a couple of things. It's pretty messy right now, but it should be in that nightstand. Um, if it's not, just let us know. Yeah. Also, the first <laughs> the first uniform I ever uh, owned, first jersey I ever owned, was a LeBron James jersey. So uh, that's the reason I'm a Cleveland fan. Obviously, I, I didn't follow him to Miami or L.A. I'm not that big a bandwagon. Um, so, and honestly, really glad that I didn't follow him either place because I was really happy to lose, watch him lose. Also, uh I don't know which was sweeter, when they lost to the Mavericks in the finals or this past season where he didn't even make the playoffs at all. Well, that That's definitely the most satisfying for me Yeah, as a Kings fan. Just watching the Lakers use, use their L.A. market to attract arguably the greatest player of all time. We, mm-hmm. might, do, we might do a show on that in the future, MJ versus LeBron. Yeah, we might. Um, but seeing... Seeing LA fans always brag about you know who they can who they can draw in, getting LeBron James and still not making the playoffs, is satisfying. Mm-hmm. That's that's the word I would use. Satisfying. Yes, I would I would definitely say so. Uh, but on that note, uh, let's get into a little bit of NBA Finals here. Um, Golden State. Uh, Tips off against Toronto tonight. They're actually playing as we speak right now. Oh, they now. are, aren't they? Um, but what's the score? Should we do a live update? Uh, yeah, if you want to. Uh, last time I saw it was eighteen to fourteen, and right now it is thirty six thirty one. Eight minutes thirteen seconds left in the second quarter. Wow. Um, so yeah, very exciting. I think they're really missing KD right now. The Warriors are. Demarcus Cousins is playing though. He's back. Yes, he is back. DeMarcus Cousins is back. Uh, which arguably, I mean... He uh, actually just made a free throw, as we, the Gamecast just told me that. I think he'll have a, a, a bigger role now with KD out, um, but I I honestly was going to start feeling bad for him if he was out for the rest of the playoffs. I mean, just to sign a mid-level extension just to get to the NBA Finals mm-hmm. and then to get hurt on the way there, that would have been very tough to see. Um, I think if KD does not get to play in this Finals, I think that's it for him. I think he's definitely out, especially if the Warriors win without him. Um, I don't think there's any reason to stay there. Um, so, but yeah, definitely I'd like to get into some predictions here. Uh, 
Kiefer, what 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 is your prediction now? Honestly, I, I'm starting to change what my prediction was. Well, the Raptors are ahead right now. Is. Yeah, which that's kind of it's surprising me. Uh, I guess they are in Toronto tonight, though. I believe. oh oh yeah. Toronto has home court. I don't is that how that works? I don't. I don't know. I do not know. They yeah. definitely are in Toronto, though. Right. Okay. Uh, well, because Drake is. Yeah, they're. Yeah, they're in Toronto. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Drake is there. Yeah, Drake's there, and there were a bunch of tweets about Chris Bosh showing up in Jurassic Park, which is the outside area, right outside. Uh, I don't know the name of the arena. I'm gonna butcher it. It's like Scotia Bank Arena or something like that. Um, I just call it Toronto House. Yeah, Toronto House. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, so they were there. Yeah. Uh, they are there. Drake is wearing a Del Curry jersey tonight. Uh, very. Which I find it interesting. I'm not sure. Is that admiration or disrespect? Um, I think Drake definitely means it as disrespect. Yeah. Just trying uh, to get yeah, in Steph's head. Yeah. Yeah. As if the yelling from the sidelines and clapping oh, and yeah. rubbing Nick Nurse's shoulders um, <laughs> didn't do it. He's going to show up in a yeah. Del, Del Curry yeah. jersey. Uh, Adam Silver start, came out today and was like, uh, obviously it doesn't matter who you are, uh, touching a NBA coach as a fan is frowned upon. <laughs> Nurse didn't like push him away or anything, yeah. though. He kind of like, uh, he's Nick like... Nurse, by the way, you and I. Big, yeah. 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 I, well, he didn't he coach the energy at one point? I wouldn't be surprised if let he me, did. Let me fact yeah. check this yeah, real quick. fact check that. I think we've got an Iowa coach at one point in the finals right now. How's that sound, huh? How's that? How's that for a city, for a state that doesn't have professional sports? Uh, how do you like them apples? Yeah. America. Yeah. Hey, listen to this. Hey, listen to this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nick Nurse, fifty-one years old. Nick Nurse, born, fifty-one. Born, Carroll, Iowa. Carroll, Iowa. You know who else is from Carroll, if I'm not mistaken? Who's that? Actually, it might be. He might be from Dewitt. Uh, Casey Blake. Really? Casey Blake, yeah. He used to play for the Cleveland Indians and Minnesota Twins. Pretty good third baseman. I think he was an all-star like three or four times. Maybe even more than that. But yep. Just fact-check that as well. Casey Blake is from Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines. Des Moines. My the, mistake. Yeah. Actually, Indianola specifically. I think he's from is Indianola. It? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Incredible. Uh-huh. Yeah, so Iowa basically churns out. Doug McDermott. Uh, sports legend. Douglas McBuckets. Yes, Douglas McBuckets, who uh, Harrison Barnes. Yep. We're, we churn out. We churn out people. Obviously, everyone listening to this podcast already knows that. But right, that's true. Uh, yeah. You know, this is part. This is the part for the fans that you know just heard our fiftieth ad read, and thought, you know what? Let me go back and let's go back to the origin. Let's listen to the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome. This is for you right now. Right. Wow. You think about that time travel in the first episode. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. That's Iowa City's best mm-hmm. time travel pod. Yeah. Assume. Iowa City's only time travel pod. That's true. Time heist. Top of the charts already. Mm-hmm. Episode isn't even done, mm-hmm. and we're at the top of the time travel podcast. Yeah. That's, wow. Wow. That's we're, pretty exciting. Uh, yeah. We are just knocking this thing out of the park then. Time heist. We're doing time heist. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, we might just change the name of the podcast to Time, time Heist. Time heist. Time heist. Make pod. it a, an Avengers exclusive podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to talk about Avengers all the time. Um, everyday pod. Honestly, I wouldn't mind. That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, they kind of did 
at least a decade's worth of film. Mm-hmm. There, there actually is probably a lot to say about Avengers. Yeah. Um, I, we could do an entire podcast on that if you guys are interested. Yeah, that's true. If yeah. you are interested in an Avengers podcast, yeah, just let us know. We'll do an entire thing. We'll, right. We, Kiefer and I will sit down. We will watch every single movie. I own every single movie. Really? Yeah. Uh, it might take us a while, and then once we get through every single movie... Uh, we'll sit down. We'll talk about our favorite parts. We'll take notes while we watch, and uh, and then we'll we'll do a little podcast. Right, because we're the only ones it. who can do that. Yeah, yeah. Because well, you're the only ones that you'd want to hear that from. That's true. Yeah, yeah. No, we do have that on other people. Mm-hmm. Um, or I, I guess that really goes for any movies. You know. Yeah. It, it, I don't think Kiefer's we have not to. A, Kiefer's not a huge movie buff, but I've seen a lot of movies. Uh, if you guys just, you know what? Maybe I just start recommending one movie a day to you uh, when true. we do these podcasts. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. You know, I, I don't watch a ton of movies, but I do like watching movies. If that makes sense. Yeah. I love the uh, the theater experience. I love kind of that. I love movie theaters. You know. Yeah. Right. Big only go only go on the five dollar uh, Tuesdays though. Yeah. yeah, Marcus Cinemas. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. Oh, maybe that's our first ad. Yeah. Here we go. Here's the plug. Marcus Cinema. Yeah, Marcus Cinemas. It's uh, the place where you watch movies. On Tuesdays and Thursdays exclusively when mm-hmm. the tickets are five dollars. Yep, they wanted us to say that because it's good for business. Yep, and popcorn is cheap. Uh, actually, free popcorn if you're a member on Tuesdays, I believe, and then it's like a dollar on Thursdays or something like that. Well, uh, so pretty good. Um, no, it's 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 a great establishment though. Um, I, I love it there. Yeah. Uh, both the Coral Ridge and uh, Iowa City ones, they're both yeah. phenomenal. Sycamore. Sycamore. Marcus yeah. Sycamore. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Sicko mode is what they and should Marcus call it. And Marcus at Coral Ridge Mall or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get back on track here. Okay. Where, where, where we're we still talking NBA finals here. We're still talking. Oh, yeah. yeah. What, uh, wow. Talk, uh, talk about a rabbit hole. Yeah, we really got down into one there. Okay, okay. Um, so, where do you think this, uh, this final series is going to go? So, uh, initially, if you had asked me before the beginning of the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, before the game started today, I would have said uh, Golden State 4 0 sweep. Mm. Maybe a gentleman's sweep, oh. where they, where they uh, let them win one and then take it back home and and win it on their own. They just foot on the gas, yeah. Uh, but uh, if it, uh, I guess Toronto does because it's two two one one one. So Toronto does have home court advantage for this. Wow, that's crazy. The Raptors have home court advantage. That is, I, wow, we should have done more research. I mean, we're shooting for perfection. Yeah. We want to be as perfect as possible. Honestly, I like being surprised on the podcast. Right. That's always, that's always nice. We come by it honestly it's, and we, we stay humble. It's humanizing. Right. You know? Right. It's like you're in the chair next to us. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Can I get you something to drink? No? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Usually they say yes. Um, but... I'm okay. So getting back on track, the series. I think it's still Golden State in six. There's a lot of factors in this now because you know KD's out for at least the first two games. I think I read. Uh, I know I read an article earlier uh-huh. that said that he's possible 
for game two. Poss- possible. I think it'll depend on the outcome of tonight's game a lot. I think if the Warriors win, maybe they rest KD one more. But that's true. If if the Warriors win, don't win tonight. If the Warriors win tonight, I think it's over. Oh uh, yeah. I don't think it's a four zero oh. sweep. Uh, I would say four zero sweep. If the Warriors win tonight, uh, is a four zero sweep. Maybe the maybe the Raptors take game two. That uh, see, that's what I'm thinking. If KD sits, if KD sits, but uh, that's true. Um. Because right now that 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 matchup at small forward, Kawhi Leonard is a freak of nature. Yeah, uh, he's back but at I, his finals form. I think you put Draymond on Kawhi though. I, I would assume. That's true. He's he's their best defender. And Clay Thompson's. A he's good the self-proclaimed too. best player defensively. Well, not so self-proclaimed. He's got like three defensive players of the year awards. He's so good defensively. He is. I, okay, yeah. I, I won't doubt that he's good defensively. He's, he's a good defensive player. Uh-huh. Um, just a little vocal sometimes. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Uh, maybe a good time for an ad read. Oh, okay. Who do we got next? Hey, guys. <laughs> do you drink anything ever? Well. I like to drink things. Do you? Yeah. Well, <laughs> our friend earlier didn't want anything to drink. But um, you know what I like to drink? What do you like to drink? Red Bull. Yeah? Do you know what Red Bull does? What does it do? Gives you wings. Yeah? Um, you know what you do with wings? Fly. You fly. You fly. So. Fly where? Where are you going to fly to, Kiefer? We're flying wherever downtown. we want to go. Down, I will, I'll tell you where I'd fly. Where are you flying? I'm flying down to the local watering hole and getting myself some more water. Or more uh, Red Bull. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a that's, that's a pretty good use of your wings that's there. That's the bro. only thing you should be doing with the wings that you get from Red Bull. I think anything else would be disrespectful to the can. Right. Right. Absolutely. And we recycle these every time. Um, they even have uh, flavors. They've had these flavors for a while. Um, but a couple of my personal favorites, uh, Tropical and Tangerine. You know, a lot of people complain about the traditional Red Bull, they say, oh, it tastes like medicine, it tastes like this. You know, why would you drink Red Bull? Have you tried the others? They're good. And I would highly suggest them. That is our Red Bull ad read. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, So he's five-time all-defensive team and 2016-17 defensive player of the year. He's won it one time. Okay. Okay. So, uh, honestly, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer with his with what he's got here, which is, uh, which is a hot take because I don't think Draymond Green is that good. But just because he's been carried by the people, I mean, he's a three-time All-Star, three-time NBA champ, two-time All-NBA, five-time All-Defense, 2016-17 Defensive Player of the Year. That's uh, That resume is on first, paper. On paper. That- That's the thing. And he fills up the stat sheet every night. He gets triple-doubles. Mm-hmm. He's a power forward. Mm-hmm. I mean... That's pretty good. Yeah. But also, I don't know. Uh, I, Man, that's hard. I, I, because people don't go off. I mean, there's, there's so little players that you don't go off of their resume. Carl Malone never won a title. Carl Malone never won a title. First ballot Hall of Famer still. Right. Right? He's a good guy. Yeah. I mean, scoring. scoring, No. Uh, second. Is he the scoring champ? No. I got no, That's that Brian Scalabrini. Uh, It's either him or it's Jabbar. No, it's got to be Jabbar. Uh, Kareem, Malone, and Kobe. Second. Wow, Kobe's third? 
Uh, he won't be for long. I'm pretty sure LeBron is right on his coattails. Bron's, yeah. Bron's fourth. Yeah. Right yeah. So, well, yeah. That's nuts. Just thinking about the top four all time played on the Lakers at one point in their career. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. That is, that's absolutely wild. Well, that, I mean, that just kind of solidifies that point earlier about L.A. having star power, attracting all-time talents, but now they can't even do anything with them. Mm-hmm. You know? And we went down another rabbit hole. That's right. Where were we? Uh, we're still on predictions. <laughs> I, okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about NBA. Yeah. You know, it's it's easy to get down those rabbit holes. It, it really is. Um, so, until... back on to these predictions. Um, so, I'm still, uh, final answer, I'm still saying Warriors in four. Warriors in four? Warriors in four. You think they're still going to get the sweep done, huh? Yeah, I still think that. Uh, there's a lot of people going out there saying Warriors in six. I saw that from Stephen A. Smith. Uh, I saw someone today say Raptors in seven. I guess they have home court advantage. I will say this is the best team that they have faced since the 2017 Cavs. Actually, I'd say the 2016 Cavs were a better version of that 2017 team because uh, they did win that championship. They did. Uh, but uh, I still don't I still don't think it's going to be enough. Um, there's just too much firepower on this Warriors team. Um, I would be I would be shocked if they did not go 4-0. Nobody is beating them in a seven-game series until this roster is dismantled. Which I think will happen this offseason, but more on that later in a different podcast. Yeah, fingers uh, crossed. We can take a deeper dive into what that offseason might look like. A little uh, offseason preview, yeah, maybe? Yeah, a little offseason preview. I'd, yeah. like to, I'd love to do it after the finals are over. Yeah, uh, if that's something you guys want to hear, let us know. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably do it anyway. Um. Let's uh, let's switch gears here. Uh, let's stay with basketball, though. Uh, let's talk about Kobe Bryant's dinner with Heath Ledger. That happened after The Dark Knight was released. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob Palenka, the GM, made up a story, said Kobe Bryant had dinner with Heath Ledger to talk about the, the process that he goes through to be... Uh, the best yeah about how he focused in on his role yeah yeah, exactly Uh exactly exactly and uh completely made up Heath Ledger died before the movie was released very sadly yeah six months before. six months before and uh Rob Palenka made up this story about Kobe having dinner with Heath Ledger about roles why couldn't you just say something about Heath Ledger Why'd you have to drag Kobe in? And you know one of the details that I learned upon looking at this article? Yeah. Do you know who was there? Who? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Really? Yeah. So, not only did Palinka lie mm-hmm. to all of the Lakers players about Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. who is one of the best Lakers of all time, Yeah. he lied to The Rock. If you were to ask Kobe... Kobe would say he's the best Laker of all time. That's true. And it's not close. Anybody who owns anything Kobe is going to say Kobe's the best Laker of oh, all yeah, time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Who is Will Chamberlain? Well. Who is Jerry West? Yeah. Who, who are those guys? Yeah. Who is Magic Johnson? I mean, one of them 
has the most points in the NBA all time. Mm-hmm. One of them is the NBA logo. Yeah. Uh, another one of them is the only one to ever score 100 points in an NBA game mm-hmm. all time. Mm-hmm. Kobe uh, scored 81. I, you could argue that that's better. That's true. Just, Different rules. Just Different 19 rules. away. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wilt also did it without a three-point line. Yes. Um, well, and Wilt also did it without a three-second violation. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still 100 points. Still 100 that's points. That's a lot of points. Uh, I Like 32 free throws, I think. Was it? Something like that. Wow. That it was cra- It's a crazy amount of free throws. That's that like hit. James Harden today. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. James Harden could go for 100. You think so? I think so. I think if he really wanted to. Who? I think okay. if he was surrounded by absolutely no one, I think James Harden could go for 100 easy. Here's a fun question. Who in today's NBA, if they abolished the three-second rule, who would have the best chance of scoring 100 points? Abolish the three-second violation. And so are you also abolishing the five-second violation for defenders? Yeah, sure. Still no one. Nobody. I think uh, Will Chamberlain was in a, in a league of his own in that time period. You know, um, he was just so freakishly tall, so much taller than everyone that was That's trying true. to defend him. Um, and you think about the NBA in those days, it's still, I mean, the color barrier is still being broken, you know. Um, so there's still, I mean, it, it's the sport that integrated the fastest, I think, but still there's a lot of talent discrepancy. So um, I don't think, I think if you did that, the only person that I can think of, and he's not in the NBA anymore, if you were to take away that three-second violation and five-second violation, Shaq was a freak of nature when he was at his best. I think Shaq is a top-five NBA player of all time. Um, I don't think he gets enough credit in those conversations because n- n- the centers never do mm-hmm. in that conversation. Nobody right. talks about Kareem when you're talking about the top five NBA players of all time. And he's the scoring champion, which is insane. I don't. I think feel like some people might mention him. I Do they? It, I don't know. People talk about the GOAT conversation. They don't I, talk about no. The, they don't the talk only, about him in the GOAT conversation. The only two, I, he should. I think he should be in the conversation. He's the scoring champion. He, I, he's just. I don't know. That's true. Well, when you think about it, the the argument that a lot of people make for Jordan over LeBron was he was a better scorer. Mm-hmm. He was a better competitor. Kareem did that better than everyone. Yeah. Trademark he, Skyhook. I mean. I'm not defending that. Are you defending that? Yeah. Oh, well. Absolutely. Okay. You know how I defend that one? How's that? I'm about half the size of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm-hmm. Just graze the testicles. You're just a small like, little graze. Yeah, just like a little... Mm-hmm. Just a little graze. Just a little tap. Enough to startle him? Enough to startle him. Enough to cause him a little bit of pain. Oh. Yeah. Is that legal? I mean... Is that a legal hit? I don't think anyone's going to notice on that skyhook. Yeah, he's vulnerable that's true. To they're it. all looking at the ball. Yeah. And he's so tall, they're mm-hmm. all like, oh, look at mm-hmm. what's going on up here. Mm-hmm. You're down there yeah. doing the dirty work Just in the trenches. Just a small little, small little tap. Love tap. Yeah. You hear that, Kareem? Don't play one-on-one against Hank. He's got I'd, you love figured out. I'd love to find him. He's got you ball. figured out. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so rabbit hole. 
Yes. We love... This is a rabbit podcast. Yeah. We yeah. love rabbit holes. We love searching for rabbits. We love going down in them. We love ending up in Wonderland, really. You know, I've never seen Alice in Wonderland. Either have I. It just... It's weird, man. It seems pretty weird. The... I mean, the, the cartoon seems a little bit, like, less weird. Yeah, but, but Tim, when they Tim t- Burton is just a weird guy. He's a weird guy. He's a weird guy. And, you know, people like him. You know him. what? Tim Burton, I hope you're listening to this. Because I got something to say to you. Your movies are weird. And I don't like them. It is what it is, man. We speak the truth on this podcast. Uh, What's another Tim A Burton? Nightmare Before Christmas? What is that? Who wants a Nightmare Before Christmas? I know. I think I think you wrote the story. I don't think... I think it's your story, but... I think someone else directed it, but still. It's a weird story, man. Uh, and people are obsessed with that movie. That's the part that I don't understand. People are. I saw that in theaters when they re-released it with my mom. I was like, Mom, what did you take me to? This is not normal. This is weird. This is not what entertainment is supposed no. to be. Uh-uh. Honestly, it's a, it's a cheap knockoff version of The Grinch. Remember when The Grinch stole Christmas? I do. Do you remember when Jack the Skeleton King stole Christmas? Skeletor? You remember that though? You remember? You remember? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I just think uh, that's a bad movie. That's a that's a horrible movie. Hot take. Hot take. Hot Tim take. Burton movies are bad. And here we are in another rabbit hole, R- trying to get our trying to dig ourselves out of a rabbit hole. We find ourselves in another. Oh man, we just keep digging. Uh, but ultimately, Tim Burton. So in conclusion, uh, the Lakers are the most dysfunctional franchise in the NBA. Oh, without question. Yeah. Uh, there's that whole Magic and Rob Palinka business, which is just uh, it's that's for another day. It's like a reality, which makes sense. It's mm-hmm. like a reality show. Oh, it's absolutely. in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon as Magic Johnson hit us with the, I'm not gonna be here. Uh huh. That's when I I knew that. The Kings weren't the most dysfunctional. Yeah. The Lakers had won that. Uh, which, uh, I mean, the Kings are still trying to compete, though. And see, here's the thing. Luke they, Walton. They, they've, made some, they've made some bad decisions. Luke Walton. Luke Walton is... What was that? Um, so he was under investigation for sexual assault. Who was? Uh, Luke Walton. Luke Walton is? Was. Okay. Is. I'm not, I don't think it's concluded yet, but... I thought you were talking about your former head coach. Who did nothing wrong. And oh, Dave, Dave Yeager? Dave Yeager had a great season this year, I thought. He was good. Yeah. He was good. I I don't know. Maybe it's kind of, maybe it's like one of those Golden State Warriors situations where they fire... Uh, An okay oh, coach. They fired, who was it? Was it Mark Jackson? Mark Jackson. They fired Mark Jackson and mm-hmm. hired Steve Kerr, and now, holy cow, that worked out for him. Right. Well, and Walton coached with Kerr. Yeah. Walton uh, arguably did a better job in that 73 and 9 yeah. season. I mean he took, always, he took the reins and and pulled it off. Yeah, I've always stood by the fact that if Luke Walton was the coach uh in that NBA finals they still lose. That's fair. My 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 hope is that the Kings will make the playoffs in the next 3 years. That's my hope. 2022. I Fingers crossed. Uh, I think you guys should do it next season, and if you don't do it next season, then it's time to blow it up and try another 15. That's, you, not, that's not what I want to hear. You have the pieces there. 
We do. Fox? Mm-hmm. Fox. Hell of a point guard. Heald, Bagley. Uh, a lot of it rests Bialitza. on Bagley's. Yeah. Uh, I like Bialitza a lot. Yeah, I call him Belly. Belly? Yeah. You know who the best NBA player is in the league today? Matthew Delvadova. Mm. My favorite player. Greatest Cleveland Cleveland Cavalier to ever do that. To ever do what? To ever to ever do anything. To ever play basketball. To ever play to ever play the game. Greatest Cleveland Cavalier in the history. Okay. Of ever. You're forgetting about Omri Caspi. No. Nope. You're forgetting about the Big Z? No, get it. Uh, you're forgetting stuff. about Shaq that that one time. Let's not talk about Shaq. You remember that? Let's not talk about Shaq's stint with the Cavs. Mm. Okay. Let's talk about... I do like Zydrunas Ilgowskis a lot. Yeah. I do. I love... Yeah. He, was, he was my favorite when I was a kid. Uh, so, anyhow, Rob Polinka lies about this dinner with Kobe Bryant. And he I mean, can you blame... He, he's, he's dealing with so much pressure, though. Um, not being the GM of the Lakers, but looking so much like Rob Lowe. Does Rob Polinka look like Rob Lowe? You ever seen their pictures side by side? I have not. Go ahead and look that up. Also. I would love to. And for our uh, listeners at home, if you want to look up... Here's another ad read. Rob <laughs> Polinka. This is an ad read for Google. They're paying us a lot of money. Um, Rob Polinka and Rob Lowe. Polinka is P-E-L-I-N-K-A. Strikingly similar. I can't believe you've never seen that. Are you seeing it right now? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. You got it pulled up? Um, uh, this is extremely off-putting. I don't... I see it kind of, but... Okay, the first picture that pulls up, it's the TMZ picture. Yeah. They don't look a lot alike. He looks... Uh, Rob, Rob Polinka looks like a European version of Rob Lowe. He looks like... Uh, like a like a East German Russian version of Rob Lowe. Like if Rob Polinko were in Parks and Rec, he would say like, eh, and the Birkins. Yeah. Yeah. He would be doing a bad Borat impression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, oh, oh no! If you go to the picture two to the right of that one from TMZ, with the side by side, they look a little bit more alike. I I think that's the first one on mine. Are you sure? With the Rob Lowe and Rob Polinka. Right next in little red. Nope. Two to the right of that. Two. It's from Twitter. This is Twitter.com. Uh, we might not be looking at the same thing. Oh. I just don't think they look alike. It's okay. just it's not there. It's That's not fair. There. Uh, uh, you don't you don't see the resemblance at all. I can see how someone would think that they look alike, but um, I think all women everywhere would agree with me that they look nothing alike, and the fact that most women. When shown a picture of Rob Lowe, they will say that man is very attractive. And if they were shown a picture of Rob Polinka and asked the question, "Are you attracted to this man?" I think the answer would be no. I would 100% say hundred no. percent of the time. Yeah, a hundred percent of the time. That's fair. Uh, Rob Polinka, if you are dealing with stress from looking like Rob Lowe. If that is what your biggest worry right now, and it shouldn't be, then uh, maybe quit your job. I think that's what drove Magic out, actually. Polinka just kept smashing mirrors. 
Yeah. And they're both named Rob. I, I don't see it. I'm going to start calling him... I'm going to call him Bob Palenka. Bobby. Old Bobby. Good old Bob Palenka. Bobby P. Bobby P. That's his new name, Bobby P. Uh, here's the thing with Bobby P. Um, absolutely ridiculous. Really low class. How do you not know that Heath Ledger died six months before the movie was released? How do you not know that? That was very... That was... I. That was <laughs> out there. The thing is... You probably have so many good stories to tell about Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. So many. Unless Kobe Bryant didn't like Rob Palenka, which, here's my theory. Kobe Bryant doesn't like Rob Palenka and mm. didn't hang out with Rob Palenka and doesn't like Rob Palenka. I actually don't, I don't think he likes him either. I, I, I would not be surprised by that. And I would be not be surprised if he hates Rob Palenka so much that he put something in his contract where he just didn't have to see him ever. The Palenka clause. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised by it. That's fair. I would just keep seeing him and think that he looks kind of like Rob Lowe, but then be frustrated that he's not actually Rob Lowe. Maybe he's got, like, an inferiority complex, you know? Yeah, because... I think also in the 80s, Rob Palenka had a sex tape, and it didn't do as well as Rob Lowe's, and that's really where his hatred started. That's a downer. Uh-huh. How are you supposed to be a leader? Yeah, how are you supposed to be a leader and have a failed sex tape? I mean, who sees, uh, granted, who sees this coming? You, you, you make a sex tape. Pun intended. Uh, and then someone with the same name as you, better looking than you, Arguably looks kind of like you, but much better looking. Also releases a sex tape in the same week as you in the 80s, and that one is the one that goes everywhere. Gets passed around. People are excited about that sex tape. Everyone's going, who the fuck is Rob Palenka? And I feel for you, Rob, but uh, still no excuse to be saying that you had dinner with Kobe and Heath Ledger. That's you know what's also you disgust tough? me. The Lakers disgust me. Yeah. Everything about that organization is slimy. I hope LeBron wants out. You know, does LeBron have a no trade clause? He does not. I don't assume he does. So theoretically, they could trade LeBron. Theoretically, yes, but also kind of theoretically. Well, let's look it up. We don't have to guess. I mean, listen, if LeBron's looking to spend his... The next, I mean, his kid is in high school there. That's true. His kid just transferred. He, he might he might have put it in. <laughs> Doesn't have no trade clause. Theoretically. So, theoretically, they could trade him. Honestly, I would if I were the Lakers. I think From an get, asset management standpoint. Get a King's Ransom. Get a King's Ransom. That's I think fair. it's smart. Is that a Kings because it's LeBron? Uh, no, that's the phrase. Right. But also, yeah, I guess because it's LeBron, mm-hmm. you know, King James. Thanks. But um, yeah, no, that's that's what they say. Like if you if you trade one person for a lot of different pieces, it's a King's ransom. King's ransom. There's a thirty for thirty called the King's ransom about when Wayne Gretzky got traded from the Oilers to the uh, L.A. Kings. Really? Yeah.
So, who, in your opinion, is qualified to get a King's Ransom for LeBron? What, what team do you think is more capable, most capable? Uh, it's a good question. Um, there are a few teams that I feel like could compete. I think maybe... I, honestly, I don't know a, a team that would maybe want to trade for LeBron. Uh, I don't think there's a single team in the Western Conference that would trade for him. I just think you have to give up so many pieces. It's not worth it. You basically um, have to you have to trade your whole team. Yeah, exactly. I think the only team that I can think of that has the pieces to offer would be Brooklyn, but I don't think Brooklyn's going to break their necks on another bad trade for a superstar. They're still recovering. They're still recovering from that 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 Boston trade, which arguably they won. <laughs> uh-huh. Questionable. Uh, I mean, you know, Boston didn't do anything with with their chances and their picks. I mean, how many first round picks? How many lottery picks did they take from that? And not one championship appearance. I mean, I mean, it's one thing to take all those picks, get to the championship. Okay, you lose the championship, but not. To get what two Eastern Conference Finals, one Eastern Conference Final, I mean that's that's embarrassing. I'm um, Brooklyn is set up for the future now, um, but I mean they have pieces there that they could trade. Obviously, D'Angelo Russell is a free agent, uh, but Spencer Dinwiddie, Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, those are all good names, and they have picks now too uh, that they haven't traded because they learned their lesson, um, but. It, it taught them that doing nothing sometimes is the best option. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I think the, the best option with LeBron uh, for other teams is to do nothing. Don't trade for him. It's, uh, it's a black hole. That's true. Unless you're Cleveland. Cleveland. You think Cleveland would, would trade? If you're listening to this, Dan Gilbert, by the way, I hope you're recovering well from your stroke uh, or your stroke-like symptoms. I don't know if it was an official stroke. Um but uh, if you're listening to this, trade everyone for LeBron. Uh, I really hope we have front offices listening yeah. to this yeah, podcast. Yeah, exactly. Get him back. Yeah. Uh, do anything in your power to get LeBron James back in a, a Cleveland Cavaliers uniform. Uh, I don't care if you have to trade your next 20 years' worth of picks. Uh, furthermore, further to the point. Um, no, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, should we move on to our brand new segment our newest segment our newest segment called the good stuff the good stuff uh the good stuff is brought to you by uh the stuffing in oreos don't just that's good yeah uh and uh the good stuff is a little little segment Kiefer and i do at the end of each podcast uh if this is the first podcast you've listened to it we've always done it uh yeah from the beginning from the beginning we've always done this segment uh, what we do is we, we pick out a news headline uh, each week, one that just made us feel good, uh, kind of uplift, uplifting. And I, I think we actually chose kind of two similar articles here. They both have to do with, with doggos, some good boys. Because who uh, doesn't love dogs? Who doesn't love dogs? I mean, that's good stuff. That is that good is stuff. always good stuff when you're talking about dogs. Always good stuff. Always good stuff. You want to go first? Uh, I can go first. You can go first. How, how do you want to do this? Why don't you just, why don't you hit us with the good stuff first? Okay, so uh, my good stuff is it's about a good boy, uh, a Jack Russell Terrier in the state of Kentucky. Uh, he had been missing for five years, ran away from home uh, one night uh, because 
was scared off by some gunshots. Apparently, this family lives near a gun range. Dog runs off because he's scared by the sounds of the guns. Uh, and family loses track of him, can't find him for five years. And then Janice Parsons, the owner of the dog, gets a phone call on Tuesday morning of this week from an animal shelter about a couple miles from her house says that they have identified her dog by uh, a GPS chip, a tracking chip, and that they have their dog, 16 years old, so the dog's 11 when it runs away, is 16, alive and well, uh, deaf, but uh, still alive. 16, honestly, that's a miracle. That's insane. That is crazy, and it's good stuff. That is good stuff. Yeah. Kiefer, what's, what's your good stuff? So my good stuff, um, in Toronto, in Canada, of course it's in Canada, um, a guide Big dog. Big following in Canada. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Canada's mm-hmm. good stuff, too. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff up in um, Canada. In Toronto, specifically. Like what they're doing with healthcare. You know, they. that's good stuff. Yeah, that's good stuff. Good stuff. Um, in Toronto, there is a black Labrador named Reva. Okay. She has served as a guide dog for 10 years. Oh, sounds like a good girl. Mm-hmm. Very good girl. Um, and they are going to plan a retirement party for her because she's retiring and she's earned it. That's lovely. Um, Ten years in the service, she has helped a uh, Toronto press reporter, uh, Michelle McQuiggy. Quiggy? I might have butchered that. Uh, my apologies if I did. Yeah, Michelle, we are so sorry. Yeah, sorry, Michelle. Um, she works with the Canadian Press. And uh, her dog has earned it. She said she has been an incredible guide dog. Um, she's in her twilight years, and she's still healthy enough to enjoy them, mm-hmm. which is good. I think you kind of go out while you're in a position to oh, still absolutely. enjoy it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have human food, they said, but oh, they're also wow. going to have dog dog cake. Good. Uh, will dogs be invited to the party? Did they mention that? You know, it didn't specify. The article I read did not specify but I can't imagine they would keep any dogs out, right? Dogs of Toronto. Right. If you are listening to this podcast, which we know you are. Right, Woof. You, you turn this on. Woof. As your owners leave for the day, you turn on this podcast to listen to the good stuff at the end. If you're listening to this, go attend Reva's retirement party uh, at the Canadian Press. Is that, is that the official name of the press? Yep. Canadian Works Press. Works for the Canadian Press. So just find her. I'm sure you can track her. You got good noses. Yeah, sniff. Sniff around a little bit. See what you can dig up. That's good stuff, Kiefer. That is good stuff. That's that good just stuff. that makes you feel good. That you does. Know? That's a, and it's a good way to end the podcast. Absolutely. So, so hey, without further ado, what do you say you take me home? Take me home. Country roads. Almost heaven. West Virginia. Blue Ridge Mountain, Shenandoah River. Life is old then, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze. Country roads take me home to the place I belong, West Virginia. Oh
Oh